Do we have a theme for this, or are we just gonna kind of ramble? It's just, it's just rambling. Hello, internet. Yo. Hey, uh, we're here at Gen Con 2014. We're this reporting is, to you live. It's super live, except for the fact that this Call is going in. up. <laughs> Call in. Call in. Call in. Call in. We're on the second floor of the JW Marriott right now. Uh, we just finished up our games for the day. I've run uh, three games, one session of uh, our Mrs. Frida's intro adventure, Ghost of the Tektron Underground, uh, and two sessions of Operation Carpetbagger. And Matt, what did you run today? I ran uh, two games today. I ran uh, Ghost. I also ran Ghost of the Tektron Underground, um, and I was supposed to run three games today, but two <laughs> of them were at the same time. In the same room. <laughs> At the same table, right? Or like uh, right next to each Adjacent other? tables. Yeah, that's right. And uh, then I also ran uh, a session of Night of the Gaming Does. Uh, so two games, uh, four players each. Cool, cool. Um, we have, uh, we got up at the crack of dawn, uh, we've been up since six in the morning, so you are getting the full benefit of the extreme sleep madness that we are in right now, and we'll oh, probably... It might, it might get more maddening if we decide to do the match the cat Oh yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna potentially do, uh, midnight magic madness, madness tonight, uh, which will start at 11.30, uh, which is about three hours from this recording session. Uh, so we might be alive tomorrow. We might not. Do you uh, need event tickets for that? Uh, no, it's it's just uh, it's just um, show up and pay for it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, Sam, cut that out. Yeah, I'll cut. I'll cut it out. I'll super, I'll super cut it out. I'll cut it out when I post it in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ, we're so tired. Oh uh, God, so Sam, why don't you detail uh, your con day? Yeah, so far? my con day's been pretty good. Um, I'm recording this from from the, from the JW Marriott. Yeah, and so there are people walking around. The best part about this is that we're on the same level. That like literally around the corner, there is a wedding ceremony. Going Going on while the ambiance music is the Diablo <laughs> 2 <theme laughs> OST. <laughs> and a minute ago there was Halo. Uh, so yeah, we are we are firmly also playing the Pokemon theme <laughs> earlier. <laughs> we are firmly entrenched in nerd heaven right now. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, I ran um, uh, Mrs. Frida's this morning. Um, it's the new scenario that Matt and I wrote up for Gen Con. Um, it's the new scenario. It's the new that scenario. We wrote two years ago, right, and yeah. then we rewrote. We rewrote this was. It's the one that was originally run for the backers. Uh, it was originally a little fears game. Yeah, for the backers. We converted to monsters. Um, it went super well. We had uh, I had three players this morning who had never heard of the podcast, um, and they all super enjoyed it. Um, and uh, we uh, I actually went and talked to Shane Ivy um, today, and we're gonna try and get something rolling on on uh, doing and games for them potentially and potentially Mrs. Frida's if we can swing it uh, this is a good first step for that um, and then uh, I went and ran a session of Operation Carpetbagger which is the World War II um, uh, B-24 bomber uh, Call of Cthulhu game that was, um, I was present for part of that. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh, I managed to have the <laughs> the planes navigator managed to run and in the process of trying to make a first aid check on someone else, s- critically fumbled, slipped in someone else's blood, and broke the wrist of the person that they were trying to first aid. They also they they, they made a single roll that game, right? Uh, yeah, the nav- the navigator made a single success. 
successful navigation check. The only successful checks that they made uh, besides that were piloting the goddamn aircraft. <laughs> After the co-pilot, who was the one that was injured, managed to die within the first half hour of the game. Killed uh, by the navigator. Killed by the fucking navigator. Well, they were also killed because they tried to punch one of the ticks in the face. Yeah, and then got, like, crit damage rolled on them because they, they were dumb, but it was yeah. fun. Uh, and then uh, Matt and I went and ate at Ram, um, which was all decked out with, uh, it looks like Privateer Press that just jizzed all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, I ate something that was called a Blackwater Burger, and... Well, they called the, they called their menu the Omnom Namica. <laughs> yeah, the Omnom Namica. We have pictures. Oh, God, I should post that picture up as the banner art. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Matt went off to run a game, and then I actually managed to find a group of Homestucks having a Homestuck meetup. Uh, if any of you are out there listening right now, hello. Um, but uh, I, met, I got up in front of them and talked about Mrs. Frida's and told them that they should all uh, come listen to us. So hopefully we get some new listeners out of that. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. That would be super cool. And then I ran another session of Operation Carpetbagger after that, wherein... Uh, Everyone managed to see the mythos problem except the bombardier who managed to go the entire game without doing anything like mythos related and then got pulped on crash landing the plane and rolled 17 points of damage and died. <laughs> so it was a good scenario. It's a totally successful session. Yeah. Same number of body counts in both. Yeah. And hey, everybody lived to the end in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's been my day. We are now recuperating and we're trying to figure out what to do for the evening we wanted to talk to you fine internet folks so matt how's your con day been it's been pretty good um like sam i got up at six um and uh i was entirely on my fault because i left my badge in chicago (laughs) and had to go buy a new one We are professionals here at the Drunk in the Ocean. Yeah, no. we, I also managed to misread the schedule and have a show up at what I thought was the opening time for the GMHQ, which happened to be an hour earlier. Well, it was the opening time on Thursday, I think. It was, That's true. It was, it was 7 o'clock on Thursday. It was 8 o'clock on Friday. So I'm not critically incompetent. I'm just illiterate. Yes, like most of us. Um, but yeah, so I... That wasn't even a joke. Why am I laughing? Because you're fucking tired. <laughs> we're, not, we're just going to post this. This is our rumors. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, Conde, what was your Conde like? Um, so yeah, uh, I picked up Badge, and then when I, I separated from Sam, I went to the, uh, um, the, I can't remember the name of the building now. You were in the Hyatt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was in the, the I was in the Hyatt, in the, the Chancellor 2, which, <laughs> if you look at the map, uh, it says like, yeah, Hyatt rooms, and it says like, Chancellor 1, 2, and then at the very, very bottom, in the finest print, it says fifth floor <laughs> so I was kind of looking for that and then I saw that and I'm like oh, okay I'm on the fourth floor and then I found it and I got there at 830 the room was empty yep there weren't even there was there wasn't even a signboard up there was a <laughs> sign in the placard area that just said Gen Con <laughs> and so I'm like okay I don't know I'm supposed to be at table three I don't know what 
which one that is. One of these is table three. So I just put my stuff down, <laughs> and I just sort of waited there for a while. Yeah. Eventually, at 8.50, um, one of the players uh, showed up. Um, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name right now. Um, it's been a long day. For shame. For shame. Uh, I did record that, though. Um, sorry, I, I only got the names of the players at my first game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a second player showed up. Uh, her name was Amanda, I think. She apparently teaches ballroom dancing. Sweet. Yeah. She was talking about how she doesn't get to play with her group a lot because they, um, they're they 9 to 5, and being a ballroom dance instructor, she works from 2 to 12. Yeah, exactly. Every day. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it looked like it was going to be kind of a small game um, until, and I was about to start running it at, at 9.15, and then, like, right at the last minute, like, two more players showed up, um, so we had a full four-player thing, and I kind of just... Um, three players actually knew uh, Monster were actually familiar with Monsters and Childish Things or the One Roll Engine. The only one who wasn't was Amanda, who just she said she signed up for it because that's what what she does at Gen Con is just buy tickets to games she's never heard of. That's cool. That's actually a pretty good way to do it. Yeah, no, uh, just learn a whole bunch of new stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And they were super super good role players. Um, cool. They. Um, yeah, no, they had they had a lot of fun just uh, in the in the Mrs. Frida setting, um, and uh, they did not need much prodding along. Um, after that was done, I finished that event up at like uh, at like noon. Um, it was even with all the players role playing, like the game was still super short. Yeah, it's a pretty short scenario. We wrote it just to. Um, you know, have potentially six players in it, but it's still a con game. Um, so when we probably when we run it for the podcast, we'll flesh it out a bit more. Um, yeah, well, I mean, when we ran it for the backers, it was a bit longer, but Nate was running it. Yeah, uh, and he, he also had a full group of players. We neither of us have had a full group of players yet, so we'll see yeah. how long that takes when there's like six people playing. Yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm not I'm I that's the last time I'm running it for the con. Yeah, I've got I've got, got one more tomorrow morning, yeah. so we'll see. So and then after that. That um, I met up with Sam and was in uh, listened to Operation Carbon Packer for a while, and then I decided to go down to the uh, exhibit hall and uh, went to the Arc Dream booth. Uh, Shane was not Shane, neither Shane nor Greg were there, but I managed to. <laughs> is this the Legend of Zelda? Yes, yeah. it is. If you can hear this right now, internet. So I hope we are all getting sued by Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I went down to the Arc Dream booth in a, in the exhibit hall. Uh, um, I was well, Simeon was there. Yeah, we met Simeon, who was a super cool guy. Yeah. Um, he, oh, and, and then yeah, and then we, you and I met Greg later. Yeah, we met. Yeah, we came back later when Sam was turning in tickets from Carpetbagger. Met Greg Stolze. Um, he looks entirely unlike I thought he would look, unlike uh, Adam Scott Glancy, who looks exactly like I thought he would look. Uh, um, yeah, we talked to them very briefly, and then they got distracted because people were buying stuff. Yeah, and we were no longer customers, which was fair. Yeah, we were never customers. <laughs> That's true. We're just like, hey, I'm running games. It'll give me things to hand players. It was. It was until later that I realized I was supposed to go. I don't know when I was. Supposed was to go to them because I had a game at 9 a.m. Yeah, no. And so I they they handed me a whole bunch of swag to give to players. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think they ever expected 
anybody be running games that early that they yeah. would need to hand out stuff for. Yeah, no, I don't think Gen Con expected people to run games that early. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, which it was it was surprising. Um, my first game was actually sold out this morning, and only one of my uh, ticket event the actual ticket holders of the actual event showed up. Just kind of surprised at like I was. I was yeah. kinda... I had five players for um, the event that was overlapped. Yeah, and then I just told all of them. Hey, that event is canceled because it's overlapped, so I'm running this. Yeah. And I remember one of them actually came in because I was supposed to be running pop music changes and everything. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. one of the players walked in and I'm like, I am ready to have pop songs stuck in my head all day. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I got some bad news. <laughs> um, so if you're listening, we're sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry to all of you. I'll run it next year. Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. I just, just that just means I can run it more next year. No one knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but um, uh, so I moseyed around the exhibit hall for a while. Um, I played. Uh, I played in a demo of a three-player card game called um, called Chimera. That's like three-player euchre or three like three. It's like a combination of like euchre and spades. Like your yeah, with, it sounds super its, cool with its own like weird like custom because it's got like your standard face cards, but it doesn't. Yeah, because they go one through twelve instead of <laughs> ace through king, and then after twelve, there's like the hero, and then there's the chimera, and then there's a wild card which can is well, it's a wild card. It, I don't remember what it's called, but um, could it could it be anything? It could. But, that, wow, that's that's pretty wild. That is pretty wild. That's out there. Um, actually, if you have both, if you have the Chimera and the other card, which I can't remember what it's called, um, that's uh, that's referred to as like flying Chimeras or something. <laughs> nice. It just casts as you playing a Chimera and another Chimera. <laughs> um, and apparently, if you play that, you get you actually get bonus points for the round. It's like you play to like four hundred points or something. Every round of the game starts with players bidding their points to. Uh, become the Chimera, um, which there's um, uh, 54 cards in the deck. Uh, every player gets 17, except the Chimera, who gets 20. And basically, if you have enough faith in your that you're going to be the one who wins the set, basically the Chimera is different in that they get uh, they they get double points either way. So if they yep. win, they get double their score. If they lose, they lose double their score. Oof. Yeah. So um, and then the other two players are called the Hunters and. I'm not sure if the hunters are supposed to be working together. The guy was sort of, the guy was really like, just burnt. Um, he was he did a really good job explaining the rules to us, but like he played down a card and won a trick, and then handed the, and then pushed the trick to someone else because he didn't remember playing it. Oh Jesus! Um, but yeah, so um, so that was interesting. Um, and then it was at three o'clock. Um, oh yeah, I yeah. met up with we yeah we met up and we went to Ram. Yep, got lunch. Yeah, I got some weirdly named ale. I've been to Ram before back in Rosemont, and I was sad to find out that only that Ram has the challenge hamburger. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the fucking behemoth, which we were going to do, which is, what, it's a 20-pound burger? No, that's too much. Oh, that's, 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 that's way that's too way many too pounds. Much. God, I'm so it's, tired. It's five pounds. It's three, right. pounds, three pounds of beef, two pounds of toppings. Oh, God. Um, and you can either do it as a challenge if you eat it within a certain time limit they give you a t-shirt or you can just say I don't want to do the challenge can you cut it in half <laughs> and then you just each of you gets a two and a half pound burger for ten dollars which, which is awesome yeah uh, but I, unfortunately we didn't get to do it I did that when I was at Midwest Fur Fest and I ate an entire burger I ate the equivalent of 
this is the music from Mountain Blade now. <laughs> they just found no, like wait, all no. the video game. This is yeah, this is the battle music from Mountain Blade. It's gonna be fun. I think this is Star Wars. I think it was Star Wars. Well, they used it in Mountain Blade too. I'm pretty sure this is from one of the. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is Star Wars. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we, so, we are tired and easily distracted. Internet. Yeah, I don't have to be tired and easily distracted. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I was talking about the behemoth. Like, yeah, I ate that. I ate basically an entire burger for dinner, and then ate another entire burger for breakfast when I had it. Um, but um, then after that, um, I got back. I had to. Um, I found my uh, my next game, which was in um, Marriott. Indiana Ballroom B, which is the hardest room to find, because um, there's a whole bunch. So you come in through the skyway on the second floor, and you see there's a whole bunch of you see there's a whole bunch of like uh, uh, office rooms. I don't know, small like event rooms that are all named after states on the second floor. And so I walk around. And it's like oh, there's the Colorado room. There's the Alaska room. I go around the entire upper floor. And it's like, the Indiana room is in here. And then I ask a guy working, like, where's the Indiana room? He's like, oh, it's downstairs. And then I'm like, okay. And then immediately after I do that, I turn around to find the escalators and a sign that says Indiana room is downstairs. <laughs> nice. And there's, well done. There's like six of them. The Indiana ballroom B's like way at the back. Nice. And it turns out I didn't even need to rush to get there because there was some Pathfinder game that was wrapping up that was apparently um, a PvP like murder mystery Pathfinder. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no. I caught the tail end of it, and basically they were trying to figure out which of the players was the traitor. I have no idea what was going on there, but uh, I didn't end up starting my game until about five ten. Um, all of my players were right there, um, and none of the one of them had played Monster and Childish Things before, and apparently had played was one of the playtesters for Road Trip. Oh, cool! He said that was the second. He said of the two times he played Monster and Childish Things, the playtest was the second time. That's awesome. So he kind of knew what he was doing. The other three had never heard of the game, so I got to explain it to them. Yeah. I uh, for this, I made all the pregens just like uh, I think the pregens were uh, Tim. Uh, Tim Rogers, uh, Max Chang, um, Doug Price, and uh, Anthony Redhorn. Nice. Because those all seemed like characters that were just super easy to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I only had four players and I had four characters, I didn't break up monster kid pairs. So I just had if they wanted to if they wanted to talk to their monsters, they talked to me. Yeah, makes sense. And that uh, turned out to be a super tiring thing because all of those are super energetic characters with very yeah. very very different voices. <laughs> and the guy kept talking to kept talking to one of the D- Doug's player kept talking to Leadbot over and over. Because <laughs> Leadbot's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I just got to be like super at, and um, they they were uh, they were not um, so role play. They were they were more gamers than anything else. Like they when I was starting it off, they were they did a lot of out of character discussion on like just d- discussing very candidly like what do we think the problem here is. Yeah. 
and then uh, once they met uh, the homeless man in the subway who could take them to the resistance fighters and like wow this is a weird game how did I write this <laughs> but once they got that and they started getting objectives they got a lot more into it yeah um, and they got to um, I recorded this I don't know when or where it'll get posted but um, they needed to get uh, they to for objectives they needed to get a sample so they needed to grab one of the people that was infected with the agriculture quest virus and bring them back and so their plan was to um, I did not give them any objectives on how to do this they went to the residential district went into an apartment um, went into an apartment and managed to um, they, they convinced somebody to open their door I was originally not going to have it happen but one guy said it's such a dumb thing that I just wanted to <laughs> so they said like we have DLC for agriculture quests <laughs> And then <laughs> that's brilliant. And then yeah, and so the guy came to the door and it's like, can you can you change can you like slide it into the door and he goes, no, the file's too big. <laughs> and I'm like, roll can I? And he's like, I got four by eight. <laughs> that's amazing. And so yeah, <laughs> they open the door and they they grab the guy and like one of the player, the Tim Rogers player. Uh, emptied out a garbage can a rolling garbage can that they threw the guy into <laughs> the guy was fighting back though so he summoned Hammerstein and had him slam him into the garbage can like <laughs> whack a mold that's amazing <laughs> and then that's when the players started summoning and talking to their monsters and I, probably that's when the game picked up a lot because yeah. they, they started because one of the players summoned, got the summon lead bot and that's where I'm like I can't do anything right and and, and then it hurts my, hurts my voice so that. bad so he had he had lead bot start carrying the garbage can <laughs> and so I'm like alright lead bot gets to the subway and runs down with his arms over his head and slams the garbage can into the overpass and drops it was so dumb. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, they 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 uh, they had a lot of fun with it. Um, we didn't do a lot of. There wasn't a lot of post discussion. That was a super fast game. It was over in like two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Then I was um, incredibly tired from playing, and also my voice hurt from yelling constantly <laughs> and making pirate voices <laughs> as Woodbeard. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and that's we're we're here now. Yeah, drinking that's, iced coffee. That is our thing now. We are we are coffeeing and caffeinating. And I was gonna try and turn my tickets into Art Dream, but I found out the dealer hall closes at seven. Yeah, at really inconvenient times, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's it's I don't it's the that's the earliest I've ever heard a dealer's hall closing. Yeah, it's probably because it's so big they need to clear yeah, everybody out. Probably, probably. <sighs> so yeah, that's been our Gen Con so far. Um, I've got three more games to run tomorrow. I'm running uh, another episode of or another session of uh, Tektron Underground, and then I'm running two episodes of a scenario called Dog Will Hunt out of Unspeakable Oath. I think it's 18. Um, for Arc Dream, I just picked up a scenario that I thought would be good to run at a con, um, and then uh, yeah. Um, that's that's it for me. Um, Matt's running what? Two more games? One more? 
I'm running one more game because my other game got canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's um, another episode of another, Gaming Dose. No, yeah, another, another thing of Gaming Dose. And that's actually here in the JW. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So, so we'll be in the same place. Um, so, yeah, we are uh, hopefully going to put this up at some point. Might try and get it up soon. Um, yeah. Might try and do it right now, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, I uh, hope all you out there in internet land uh, are having a good weekend. Um, don't don't get too nerded out. I don't don't, don't don't Google it. Don't die. Does it matter, Monica? Yeah. Uh, Bill Jones. Really fucking true. True fucking words. Uh, all right. Good good night, internet. That's good. Good good night. Hi, internet. Hey, Internet. Hello, Internet. Oh, Christ. I'm getting amused by watching my voice. Yeah, on the waveform. Okay, we need to not do that. Uh, yeah, hi, Internet. <laughs> it's the second day of ga- uh, GamesCon of GenCon. GamesCon is a different thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It super is. GenCon 2014 hype train. Woo! Oh, we're in the hype train, baby. Oh, God. The hype train is so far out of the station. The hype train is, like, off the rails and millions are dead. The hype train flew off the rails but landed on a second set of rails and is on course for another hype <laughs> train. Track train hype drifting. <laughs> hype drift. Drift so hype. She should you still want to do this magic tournament? <laughs> yes. I super do now. Uh, we need to be around, I guess, to get our money back. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it is It is like 11 o'clock, internet. Uh, it is, yeah, 10.53. 10.53 on uh, Saturday night. Uh, we've been up only since 7.30 this time, yeah. which is a stark difference. There is a spider coming down right by your face. Oh, there he is. Hey, buddy. Uh, anyway, we are uh, posted Goodbye. up once more... <laughs> In the uh, JW Marriott, uh, on the third floor, there was a bridal reception. There up was here. a bridal. <laughs> there was a wedding there was up an here. Actual wedding up here a second, a second a, ago, like literally hours ago. If you look at if you look at the uh, if you look at um, our Twitter feed, there's a picture of a sign that just says Gen Con rooms 301 through 304, uh, Harvey Miller <laughs> uh, wedding JW ballroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And uh, it's like, oh man. I hope they like RPGs uh-huh. and smelly nerds. Because man, we got and cosplay. Those. Yeah, we got the, we got we got so many of those. Is you guys, you check out that sick bride cosplay <laughs> on the third floor. That God. shit looked like it must have cost a fortune. There was this whole group of cosplayers. They were super into it. They were like going through this whole wedding motion, and it was this, it was this really great LARP. It was really impressive. There's some solid dedication to the emotional craft. I want to run a wedding LARP now. I guess that's called a rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. It literally is. <laughs> but not figuratively. Um. Yes. Yeah. Also no. figuratively. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. You know, talking talking about um, just groups based on wearing clothing today, um, to take a brief tangent, um, I saw a lot of very interesting cosplayers. Pictures of them are on on my Twitter. um, On on the tweets. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. Um, Twitter The one I didn't get a picture of that I wanted to, um, there was a group of like five people in Three Wolf Moon shirts that passed me all in sequence. Nice. Oh, that's classy. That is is classy and classic. Yeah, really, truly, a timeless look. Um, it's a, a fine-aged meme. <laughs> Goes God. well with dinner. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, we've been we've had a pretty good day. Uh, to close out our Gen Con. 
Uh, we, uh, I, I ran Ghost of Tektron Underground this morning. Uh, Matt, uh, I played in it because I it. didn't have a game to run this morning. Yeah, uh, we recorded that one. I think that's probably the one we're probably going to put up on the site if we do put any of them up. Uh, just because it was super good. We had some really, really good players and some great role-playing that happened. Yeah. Uh, and just, it was a really fun, fun game. Um, and then I ran a one session of Dog Will Hunt uh, out of the Unspeakable Oath 18 uh, for Arc Dream. Did you get the highlight reel on that one? Yeah, fuck. Um, so the there was a group of five people and then a singleton uh, that, that came and, and played. And the group of five people was hungover and, or I guess were hungover, were hungover and um, uh, heavily sleep deprived, you could tell. Uh, and so they decided that because I provided them with characters, uh, character sheets with no backgrounds on them. Because they all just came from Biaki, yeah, right? Yeah, they were all generated out of Biaki because I, I'm me and I prepped for the game that I wrote instead of the game that's a 17 long pre-gen module. Um, <laughs> the one that you read once. Mm-hmm. Like 10 minutes before it got started. <laughs> <laughs> So they decided that they were going to play as a roving band of car thieves whose M.O. was to steal a car and then set it on fire <laughs> with gasoline. Uh, and then they claimed that the people doing it was a roving group of banditos dressed in uh, cowboy outfits with red bandanas over their mouths with six shooters and spurs, spurs. on their boots. Uh, and they just they just ruined every car in sight for a little while uh, while one person went off and investigated the mystery um, and eventually they kind of got on the rails a, a bit even though it was ridiculous um, and just some really stupid stuff at one point two of them got sent to jail and then broke out of jail uh, <laughs> yeah, they just they fucking just uh, MacGyvered with belts like a lockpick and I was like sure whatever just fucking at this point I don't care one person slept with the small town doctor's wife, um, just because he could, and then um, there was sounds uh, like a classy punch. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It was, super, it was like slapstick Call of Cthulhu. It was ridiculous. Um, but then eventually, when they got to the problem and started encountering the supernatural shit for real and dealing with it, it got pretty good. Um, and then there was one point where I got to describe uh, someone dying to the big bad monster that got summoned. By saying that uh, the another person saw him, and then that they didn't, they immediately couldn't remember any of it. But that thirty years later, the first time they used a blender, it all came back, <laughs> which is uh, pretty awful, I think, but pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, the best way to say it. the death was literally unspeakable. Yeah, literally unspeakable, as opposed to figuratively unspeakable. Yeah. Yeah. Can something be figuratively unspeakable? I don't know. You'd have to create a... Sam, don't fall asleep. No. Sam, Sam, no. you got magic to play. I got magic. I got such magic. You can have play. coffee. I have in coffee. In you. I, I am... It is literally in my hands. It is also in your body. Mm. Your body is like 90% coffee <laughs> yeah, right now. At this point, yeah. Sam is, Sam is a liquid. <laughs> I, am, I am a coffee golem. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, we are, we are signed up for the Midnight Madness uh, Magic Tournament. Which is going to be fun. And by fun, I mean potentially sanity blasting. Um, blast your sand. Bla- blast your sand. Do it so hard. Uh, and then you ran um, another episode. I ran another, another session, session of Night of the Gaming Doze. Um, uh, earlier in the day, after Sam's game, I went and I got uh, sandwiches at the Serendipity Cart. Um, 
And I remember uh, there were I I there wasn't obviously waiting in line for like thirty minutes is not a terribly interesting story, but I did mm-hmm. see a lot of cosplayers coming by. Um, there was the picture of the uh, a picture of the of the of the new Vegas uh, wastelander. Nice. Um, there was also a really uh, um, I I learned from Manda because I'm a rube. Um, that I guess is a very standard uh, Jack Frost cosplayer who I said was very dedicated to the part because uh, she was not wearing any shoes. Oh shit! She was going around barefoot, and Manda's like, well. Like, no, that's pretty standard. Like, there's a lot of things where you, she's probably wearing invisible shoes. You can find a lot of tutorials for that. Huh. And I'm like, I looked at it, and it's like, nope, I can see her toes spreading. And she's, given the frequency that she's sitting down, I am pretty sure she's actually barefoot. That is not smart. Yeah. That's dedication to your craft. Yeah, to, or, or again, madness. To um, dedication to madness. I also, I went around the dealer's hall for a while. I was dedicate I dedicated super dead I died <laughs> but no uh, he went around the dealer's hall and then and died. died no um, I went around and I was I was totally in the mindset to throw money at something yep um, I spent uh, a long time going around the dealer's hall waiting for someone to pull me into a demo or something <laughs> waiting for someone to pitch a product to me yeah, exactly. and make me buy it <laughs> and nobody actually did I went through the I went systematically through the dealer's hall going from row to row until eventually I got to the other side of the dealer's hall I didn't even know existed nice. where somewhere in there I found out that there is a World of Tanks board game a <laughs> yeah. Mars Attacks dice game <laughs> And I didn't even know anyone still knew Mars Attacks existed. Uh, slight tangent here. I'd like to point out that for the longest time, uh, and actually I think Mars Attacks can probably be blamed for my obsession with horror things and also my complete scaredness of them. Because that movie came out when I was like six, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but youngin. Yeah, I, I don't know when that movie came out. But I remember being completely horrified by the trailer and yet completely obsessed with it. Uh, so yeah, that's that for them for the longest time. I thought it was an actual horror movie uh, because I had never seen it and didn't know anything about it except that I was scared of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, to back. get it back on the, I also found out that the that there is an Archer board game. <laughs> I don't. I didn't see a box for it. I just saw a banner that just said Archer and had a name of a game publishing company underneath nice. it. And so anyway, I made my way to the other side of the place into the into the into um, where you get to the places just like buy a hundred magic cards. Yeah, buy a big box of the hundred magic cards <laughs> in it. It's one is five dollars, the other is six dollars. <laughs> yeah, you, it's your choice. Your choice. They're Bill, all just full box. of. They're all just full of lands. Yeah, the lands are bulk commons. Yeah, yeah. and. So I started weaving my way the other way through that, and I eventually came to, um, uh, what the fuck is this company called? What the um, dick is this company what called? The, yeah, that's, uh, let's see. What the, what the horse testicle is this company called? What the ass dicks. Um, yeah, shit, I, I can't find the name of the company, but I, uh, they professional were... Professional podcast. Yes, I am a professional man. Um, no, so I don't remember the name of the company, but, uh, they were demoing a game called, uh, Livestock Uprising. Nice. Which is a, uh, I'm, well, the title card, uh, has a, has a, a cow, a chicken, a pig, and a goat all wearing different, uh, army helmets, um, from varying 
different kinds of nations, and uh, I'm just I joke that they need to make more Orwellian themed board games. Um, but it's for it's a it's a tactical it's a tactical board game for two to four players that comes in two phases, but the phases are determined by the players on their own. Yeah. You never actually have to get to the second phase, and it's possible to win without doing it. Basically, there's four factions. There's the cow, the chickens, the pigs, and the sheep, or the pigs and the goats, and they all have their they all have their own uh, special abilities. And uh, you go through the game. First part is harvesting resources to build more troops and stuff, and then troops allow you to harvest more resources to build more troops. And uh, I, I I do cocaine so I can make more money so I can buy more cocaine, basically. Um, <laughs> Matt, don't give away our podcast secrets. <laughs> Not on the air. Um, but then, it, it, then, it, but you, you don't have to do this. But at any point, you have three commanders, and under the commanders is where you put the units that you buy. Um, and you battle for the resources on the map. Every tile has a different resource associated with it, and every time you play the game, the map is randomly generated. Um, but you can also form all three of your commanders into a super army that has its own super army. Yeah, they call it a super army, a and it's super army. it's got. It, and when you do that, you go from the you go from the resources board, and you flip it over, and it becomes the battle board. Nice. Which you put the markers, you put two of the markers for your troops on to count up how much strength your army has, just so it's easier. <laughs> And at that point, your the super army cannot divide after it's been formed, and it cannot harvest resources anymore. It is it exists to destroy every other to, army, to kill yeah. other animals. Yeah. So I picked that up for thirty five dollars. They also for five dollars extra, uh, they offered me a trough to hold all the resource tokens. <laughs> I forgot about the trough. And also a whole bunch of colored dice that fit the colors of the factions. Yep. Um, and literally, they're not even specially printed. They're just dice that are uh, red, green, blue, and black. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I'm like, and they, they they said that the trough was something they gave away the Kickstarter. I'm like, so how does it fit in the box? And they said it doesn't. <laughs> it's just the thing that we made because we're woodworkers. <laughs> <laughs> woodworkers and hobby game designers. Yeah, that's a, that's a new one. And so yeah, uh, you can check it out at livestockuprising.com. Uh, it apparently takes between sixty and one hundred twenty minutes. Um, for, yeah, two to four players. And yeah, just fourteen and up. So you, all you thirteen-year-olds out there, this is this is NK thirteen. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to get it on the slide. You're gonna have to torrent this board game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was that was a fun time uh, checking that out. And then um, I think at about four o'clock, I came back and Sam told Sam told me all the shit about his game. And yeah, got, the ridiculous details. We got coffee. I came back. I found my room way, way in the back of the the JW. It just want to put me in the way back of everything. Yeah, literally reason. as far back as I think you it's can the get. last. Yes, they put me in meeting room two hundred nine, which is the last one in the line. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nobody at my table. Thankfully, when I showed up at four thirty, so I was able to start setting up. Uh, the guy at the game at the table next to me, one of them was actually in uh, the night of the gaming dose. Oh yeah, that's right. That and guy so just walked over, over there and literally like, walked a foot away and sat back down. Yeah, and then uh, I got actually six players signed up for that. Five actually showed up, which is the most players I've had for a game. Um, and there were enough players that I actually had them divide into monster kid pairs. Um, they actually had uh, a lot more fun role playing. Uh, two of three of them. Uh, one of them had read the Monster and the Childish Things book. Two of them had listened to the APs on role playing public radio. Um, and then two of them had had never played, did not know what the one roll engine was, so I had to prime them on uh, on the system and all that stuff. Um, they were still they were a super fun group to play with. Um, they were also the type that really just liked to role play and explore and whatever. And eventually, I had to uh, eventually I directed them in the uh, towards the plot. But um, before that, um, 
they uh, they decided uh, they decided they were going to go to Chili's. Yep. And um, then they they went to Chili's and they ordered at the bar. And because of the way the scenario works, uh, they got all they found out that they did not get carded for drinks. So they ordered as many beers and cocktails as they could. Uh, got got blasted. One of them. One of the characters got out. Uh, got out of. Got out of a weed pipe. And they started smoking and drinking along with their burgers. And at some point, uh, Anthony Redhorn's monster, Redhorn, uh, grabbed a whiteboard marker and started, uh, after they discussed their plan to try and kill the internet <laughs> to stop the virus from happening, Redhorn, Redhorn said, that it said, was, said, we will hunt the internet and we will dine on internet tonight, and grabbed a whiteboard marker and started drawing war paint on their faces. <laughs> after which point, he ripped the table out of the floor, dug a pit, <laughs> built a fire, built a fire pit out of tables and out of tables and chairs, and burned down the chilies in a ritual in, in a ritual dance. <laughs> that that is truly the greatest thing. That, that guy said happened. that he was very well versed in Native American studies, but a lot of things that he said, I. If he did not say he was well versed in Native American studies, I would I would almost bet it, it would almost seem racist. <laughs> he said he knew a lot about Native American history, and that he was a, he was a, he studied history in college. I guess I guess he did. Um, I'm taking his word on that. Um, so yeah, we talked to them, uh, turned them onto the talk, turned them onto the podcast. Hopefully, yeah, we we spent a while because uh, I showed they, up. They, yeah, yeah, my third game didn't get run because only one person showed up for it. Uh, by that time, I was super fucking dead anyway, so I didn't really care. From the dog will hunt. Game. Yeah, the dog will hunt game. Uh, and so uh, I went down and just hung out with Matt while he was running his finishing up running his game, and then we sat and talked with those guys for a little while. Um, and so yeah, for like another half hour after that, yeah. just shoot the shit. It was cool. They were nice guys. Yeah, they're also Skype gamers. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's or I guess they they hang out on Google Plus. Uh-huh. Um, that's where the magic happens. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and then we went and we got dinner at Palomino's. Oh uh, yeah, Palomino something. It's it's I thought it, I don't know. I just remember it's Pal- Palomino's. Yeah. Um, we got some we got some beer and artichoke dip and a pizza. And they fucking laid waste to it. It was yeah, horrific. We, we obliterated that pizza. Sam said some uh, blasphemous things about deep dish, and I forgave him. All right, well, let, let's just let's just get this out in the open again because apparently this isn't settled. All I'm saying is I don't like melted cheese, and deep dish has a lot of melted cheese, and so I like to be able to fold up my pizza with sauce and toppings and just shove it down my gullet like a civilized person. Just literally pizzas just, of food just, that you eat when you need just, you need energy in literally yeah. less than three minutes. Yes, yeah, and you want to just deep throat your food, yeah. <laughs> and um and yeah, they they apologized for slow service and said they give us a free dessert and then handed us checks and, and never brought desserts. <laughs> Great service. A plus we eBay again. Fuckers. <laughs> yeah. I know you're listening to us, Palomino's Indiana. I know you listen to this podcast. 
Yeah, by the time we were done, it was like 10-something, so we came back. We signed up for the Midnight Madness of, what is it, Sealed Draft? Yeah, after after like a half hour of a comedy of errors of trying okay. to figure out how we to went, fucking... Yeah, we went there, one of the guys handed you a half-red sheet, yeah. and then you said, can you take cards? Like, no, we only take event tickets. Oh, so shit. we went to pick up event tickets, and we said, yeah, we're here for Midnight Madness, and they said, okay, and they printed us out a bunch of tickets. We came back, they said, you need more tickets, because <laughs> they didn't give us enough tickets. <laughs> and we went back... And then the guy, we walked up to the same guy, and he was like, all right, you've got to go to the next table to get signed up. So we're like, okay, so we walk back out of the line, then walk into the next line over the next table, and we wait for to get up to the, the lady who was working it. And we get there, and she's like, oh, you got to go back to this table. I was like, fucking seriously? I can't and then She talked to the guy, and he's like, no, I mean, you have to go over to that other table on the end <laughs> on where the, the red sheets end. are. Yeah, like, ah. Uh. And then we... We felt this out, neither uh, Sam couldn't remember his DCI number. I sure as hell couldn't remember mine, because I signed up with... I got a DCI registration back in elementary school, and I played the Pokemon card game. Yeah. And, uh, unsurprisingly, the one I got in elementary school is not still valid. No, not no longer as... I have a new DCI expired. player's card. <laughs> For the next never time you play Magic, apparently. Whatever, I come back, to, I'll do it again at Gen Con 2015. <laughs> Gen Con 2015. Gen Con 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So yeah, that that's been our day so far. Uh we are we are sleep mad and we're gonna chill for this a bit. This is my fourth coffee. Yeah, I am also on my fourth coffee, I, I think. I don't know. I don't I've lost count. I've this never is a had bad, a count. This is a bad case of sleep when you don't know how many coffees you drank. <laughs> yes, it's a bad case of sleep when you don't know how many coffees you drank. I have had this much coffees. <laughs> Matt Matt Campen twenty fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Oh, and uh, speaking of Christ, there was that weird picture at the church. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> boner Jesus! Yeah, yeah, it's just—it's a picture of Jesus. It's like a stained glass picture of Jesus. His eyes are just fucking wide open. Just, just fucking popped out. Staring at nothing, and in two different directions. I think I don't think they were staring at the same. Yeah, direction. well, I'm willing to forgive of, of stained glass portrait for not having perspective. Right, it's sort of a symbolic thing. I don't know why his eyes are so wide open, though, because he sees your sins. He sees all of them. He sees you, Master. He's staring at Gen Con. He knows. <laughs> this is a place of sin and debauchery from which none shall return. It will be bathed in holy flames, <laughs> and none shall gaze upon its destruction. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I can't laugh anymore. Oh, that hurts too much. Oh, Fuck. man. Okay, yeah. Um, and then I was trying to get somewhere earlier today, and I the cosplay parade happened, and I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I yeah, actually that's... took more pictures of cosplayers that weren't in the parade because I could not see anything past the four rows of people that, <laughs> that were holding their cell phones over their head yeah, to take to... pictures of people in costumes. Pictures. Uh, so yeah, that's been our day. It's been a long one. We're not quite as brain dead, although we will be in about two hours. Yeah, when we get through the Midnight Madness, yeah, we're probably as... not going to finish. No, as soon as deck building finishes, we're going to be like, fuck. We'll, we play, play. we'll play one round or two rounds. Yeah, depending on how well we do. If I lose the second round, I'm definitely done. Oh, yeah, if we go 0-2, I'm, I'm just, probably I'm just going to probably going to lose both rounds. This is yeah. the first time I've actually played Magic the Gathering in a couple of years. Yeah. Let alone, this is the first competitive tournament I've been in, even if it's a for funsies competitive tournament. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, so, yeah. I think I think that's it. Um, 
You sound tired. You're I breathing just, deeply. It's just, it's just it's from like the, you ran a race. From laughing so hard. Like, literally, my, my abs, like, were in pain for a second there. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow we're going to, I think we're going to hit up the archery booth and get our swag. Uh, and then we're going to put Matt on a train. Yep. Uh, hopefully to Chicago, although we might just select a train and just send him off. I'm actually not sure yonder. if it's a train or a Greyhound bus, because <laughs> yeah. it says it says both Amtrak and Greyhound on the ticket. Yeah. So we'll see tomorrow. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then I will make the drive to West Virginia to see Nate and Amanda, uh, which I guess I don't really have to talk about. But it's Amanda's birthday, so I'm going to see her. And I'm going the fuck home. Happy belated birthday, Amanda. Happy belated happy birthday su- to Amanda. Happy super belated birthday. Happy, happy super pack birthday. Happy getting lobbyists to vote for you birthday. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? Know. Neither of the things I said made sense. <laughs> Sam is about to fall out of his chair. Sam has put his face on the floor. <laughs> Just close it out. Just fucking finish it. We're done. It's over. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Oh, God. Hank Azaria. <laughs>